Hello everyone, I'm delighted to welcome you to the Power and Purpose Through Peace podcast. My name is Bulitiwi Aishimoju. I founded Magni Essence Coaching to help you reconnect with yourself, magnify your essence and reveal your magnificence. You see, to lead meaningful lives we all need purpose. To fulfill our purpose, we need power. And to be truly powerful, we need to tune into a space of peace. My podcasts bring you information and inspiration that help you activate the power, purpose and peace you need to be the change you want to see in the world. Of course, in a happy, healthy and sustainable way. Today we have Sammy Blindell, the Ripple Maker. What a treat. Sammy is a multi-award winning international speaker, seven times best-selling author, CEO of Brand Builders Club and founder of One Drop Movement. After 13 years in branding, before building her first five businesses, Sammy burned out, putting profit before purpose. She left it all to follow her ripple of impact vision, building her first online program and brand building resource in 2014. Within 12 weeks, she was making 18,000 pounds per month followed by other programs that enabled Sammy to build significant wealth before turning 40. In February 2017, she launched Brand Builders Club, followed by her global movement One Drop in April 2019 to unite one million change makers through collaborative global partnerships. Sammy has since created over 80 online products and over 1,000 online courses, showing others how to create their ripple of impact in just a few months. She is now on a mission to share how you can do it too. Very warm welcome to you, Sammy. Delighted to have you on the Power and Purpose Through Peace podcast. That's amazing, Bolatuia. It's magnificent to be here. (laughs) <laughs> it feels great, Sammy. So, Sammy, let's jump right in because, I mean, you there's just so much I'd love you to share with the listeners. First of all, your story on the law of brand attraction, too, was riveting. I simply could not put it down. There were so many nuggets of gold in it. So, what I'd like to tell ask you now is this. You've accomplished a great deal, right? In fact, some may say enough for many lifetimes. <laughs> What would you say, Sammy, is the greatest difference between building businesses on purpose versus creating brands for profit? Oh, my goodness. Well, the biggest difference is the the difference that your body lets you know. You know, when you're going against what your purpose is this lifetime, your body starts letting you know massively. You'll start to get aches and pains and twinges. And mine started when... um, I started getting pains in my chest, little little twinges at first, which became debilitating heart pains, which I just was um, ignoring them because I, I, you know, I didn't want to reject what I'd already built. And I'd already built five companies by that point. And because I felt so loyal to what I'd created, I didn't want to admit to myself that that wasn't what I was in love with anymore. <laughs> I mm. needed to be, I needed to be creating. And I'd built these businesses, and they were running beautifully and successfully. Had a great team that were managing 
five companies at the same time. And, you know, it was like I'd built them and then it was time to hand them over. And I hadn't recognized that about myself at that point. And I, I, my identity was so tied to that business that I couldn't understand how I could possibly break away from that because it was all that I knew. So when you're building a business focused on money and profit, there will never be enough because there's always a bigger number that you will chase. When you're focused on profit instead of purpose, your body will let you know. And, you know, maybe you are here to to be that person, you know, maybe you're a profit pioneer. And if that's what you do, then brilliant. But if that's not the ripple of impact that you were born to make, everything around you is going to be hard. <laughs> that's how you tell whether you're on track for your ripple of impact. Because when things are hard, and it's not easy, and stuff keeps going wrong, and you start to feel unwell, they are all big warning signs that you have brand burnout. And it is time for you to start getting focused and on track with the ripple you were actually born to make. I love that, Sammy, brand burnout. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't, I hadn't heard that before, but it, it definitely resonates. And I love what you just said, Sammy, because as you said, if profit is what you're about and that's what you've come to do and show other people that level of abundance, then fantastic. I think the problem is when that's not your true essence, yeah. you're not telling the truth, then it be, it's, it's hard. It's a struggle. It's, it's painful. <laughs> it is. And, you know, quite often we've grown up through something, um, you know, whatever industry it is that you're in, you've probably grown up through that industry. It's what you know. And because it's what you know, that's where your certainty is. That's where your security is. That's maybe even where your income is. And so it, that can be really tough because you're now making a decision. It's almost like doing the the splits. It's having one foot in the life that you've got and having another foot in the life that you want to have. And well, I mean, it's a long time since I've been able to do the splits, but I know that if I could do it, <laughs> then it would still be uncomfortable when you're trying to manage that, that, you know, it's balancing those plates on a full-time basis. And your body starts to really let you know that that's not the direction you're meant to be going. And you start attracting everything you don't want as opposed to everything you do. And that's why, when I came up with a concept for the law of brand attraction, the whole point of the, the, especially with the law of brand attraction too, was to make sure that people are in the right mindset, that they understand that whilst they've built their identity and maybe even built their career and maybe even their business, they've built it with a certain identity. If it's not the identity that resonates with you, that's not in alignment with your own essence, it's not in alignment with the purpose for which you are here, then you are not going to be valuing yourself either. And when you're not valuing yourself, you can't see your gifts. And when you can't see your gifts and be out there really taking the gifts that you really have inside you out to the world in a bigger way, then you can't be making the impact that you want to make. And if you can't make the impact you want to make, you can't own a lane in anything because you'll just be grasping at anything to put the roof over your head or to keep the lights switched on or to to pay the bills. And that's not a that's not the kind of abundant 
essential joy-filled life that enables you to bring your essence into everything that you do and it's really interesting it all starts with that identity piece it's like when you recognize actually this is who I am and when you own that this is who I am this is my essence that I want to bring out to the world then you start to understand what your ripple of impact is. And when you know what your ripple of impact is, then you can brand it, then you can own it, then you can own that lane. And you become this vibrant, magnetic, attractive brand of influence. You become best in class. You become world class, not just the world class person at the thing that you do, but you start to to be it rather than just do it. And that's when you start to really get in flow and the universe, source, God, everything around you, it conspires to support you in getting everything that you need to make that happen. Especially if what you're thinking of doing is something that's going to change lives in a really positive way. My goodness, Sammy, absolutely. And you know how you just said that when you're living on purpose and you're being true to your essence, everything conspires to help <laughs> you, serve you, uplift you. Yeah. One question I had for you was, in your in your opinion, is it actually possible to have peace if you're not living on purpose? Oh, gosh, I actually don't think so. I mean, it's really funny because like I'm a really good sleeper and my husband <laughs> just he laughs at me because literally people say to me Sammy do you ever sleep because <laughs> I achieve so much on a daily basis but I really do literally when I've decided to sleep that's it I'm done and I literally within 30 seconds of my head hitting the pillow I'm asleep you know I'm certainly lights out conked out completely you know comatose and nobody can wake me when I'm in that state and then I wake up at the time that I've set my alarm boom up I get and then off I go and I'm raring to go again so I'm really good at sleeping but what I found was when I was working um, in my other businesses it was like as soon as I'd fulfilled my purpose as the creator in that role which is what I really have owned my essence now I'm an outright creator that's what I do and when I'm support when I'm creating or supporting somebody else to create I'm completely in flow that's my superpower that's why I was born I was born to empower people to bring the creativity out of what they're doing and if they're not creative then I can be that creator for them and when I created those other businesses I stayed in those businesses thinking that that was my role. And actually, at that point, I didn't understand what my essence was. So I stayed in a role that wasn't serving me. It was serving everybody else, but it wasn't serving me. Therefore, it was depleting me. And so I was giving more and more and more and still feeling less and less and less. And I had more and more and more money, but I felt less and less fulfilled. I had the the all the things that money can buy, but I didn't have the things that money couldn't buy, which for me were love, family, and our own children. And so, you know, there comes a point where when you're working on the business so much and the business becomes a distraction, which is what happened for me, it's like, because I didn't have the things that I really wanted, I just worked harder because I had nothing to stop work for. But all I wanted was the things that, I could stop work for. Yeah, I had all this money. So it was just really odd. And it wasn't until 
I got to the point where I'd been in hospital four times in three and a half months with suspected heart attacks that the doctor, the final time, he pulled me into his uh, consultation room and he, he just sat me down. He said, Miss Blindell, I... <laughs> If, if I see you in this room even one more time, I cannot guarantee that the results of what you are doing to your body are going to be reversible. Please change what you are doing. And there I am checking the time on my watch thinking, God, I've got a pitch in a couple of hours. You know, come on, hurry up and get on with it. I've got to get out of this hospital. I've got shoes all to do, right? And um, and he, he must have sensed that because he looks down at my, me looking at my watch. He looks at my watch as well like this look of disbelief on his face and he got up and he walked out and just as he got to the door he turned around came back sat down he put his hand on my shoulder looked me straight in the eye and this is a line that i will remember for the rest of my life he said to me you know miss blindell you're free to make your own choices but you are not free of the consequences of those choices please change what you are doing wow and as I left there, I just, I burst into tears. I sat in my car for a long time. I burst into tears and I cried all night and I had big puffy eyeballs, red raw eyeballs walking into the office the next morning. But as I walked into everything that we'd built, that we'd worked for 11 years to build, I just, I couldn't have been less in love with it. You know, it was at a point where I was despising it and I was resenting what we'd created even though we had millions of pounds dollars and euros coming from that business it was like money just wasn't enough anymore and I couldn't do that anymore and I ended up walking away from all of that and just to focus on my purpose and do you know what I realized at that point that I hadn't actually slept very well for the entire time that I'd been feeling that way and I could pinpoint it you know it's like my my business coach Andrew he says to me when did you notice there was a problem, right? When did you notice there was an upside down rocket here? <laughs> he uses upside down rocket analogies. Mm -hmm. He's like, if you were walking towards an upside down rocket and you could see that it was about to take off, what would you do? And I was like, I'd run the other way because it's, it's going to make an impact. And he said, mm -hmm. exactly. So, so whenever I now spot an upside down rocket, I know that feeling in my gut now. I know my intuition. And, um, and so I spot an upside down rocket and I think, right, when did I first notice that things weren't right? And I bet those of you that are listening right now can pinpoint a time when you noticed that things weren't quite right. And if you're at that stage in your life or your business now, or your career, where you're thinking, hmm, do I change? Don't I change? Oh, but I know all of this so well. What if I, you know, there's all these what ifs, isn't there? Is fear of the unknown. But what I can promise you is that when you do focus on your, your purpose, everything, as I said earlier, conspires to make sure that you are looked after, that you will never go without. Yeah, you might have to lose some material things. You might have to go without some of the stuff that, that you have accrued over the years, maybe the material stuff, but you'll have all of that again and you'll have it better. You'll have it even better in future. And I tell you what, every single part of it will taste so much sweeter because you earned those things through living a, a joyful life on purpose, supporting other people to get what they want. And that's when the universe really rewards you. Well, absolutely, Sammy. And you know, as you were speaking, I was just remembering the phrase that 
income follows impact, right? So yeah, if we follow that purpose and we follow the impact, then the income will come, the resources yeah. will come, the people will come. Yeah. And you have just really, really, and thank you for sharing so honestly and vulnerably expressed in a nutshell, the fact that if we're just chasing the profit and the recognition, the external accolades and all the external things that we think are important, I mean, the, the impact is twofold. First of mm -hmm. all, we may, we, we will be hurting ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, yeah. but yeah. also, and this brings me to my other question for you, <laughs> more importantly, probably never gifting the world with our true, true, true gift, which is sad. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Graveyard of dreams, very right? Very sad. <laughs> very sad. Indeed. So, Sammy, I know there's, there's something that's very dear to your heart, right? And um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a quote that you share in the book, which was just, wow, extremely, extremely resonated with that. You say, individually, we are one drop. Together, we're an ocean. I want to ask you, Sammy, why does this resonate so deeply with you? Mm, that's a really good question. You know, when I first saw that quote up on the screen whilst attending a business seminar, this is back in 2002, I'd literally started my very first business the week before. So I had no idea about business back then. I hadn't built like 10 companies like I have now. <laughs> I hadn't, you know, published all those courses. I hadn't created a product before in my life. You know, it was, mm. I'd come from employed and, um, you know, institutionalized and, basically went from employee to business owner being the owner of a business and being my worst boss because I didn't know what I was doing at all so I went on this course and I saw that quote up on the screen individually we are one drop together we are an ocean and I remember looking at it thinking what does that mean does that mean that I'm a one drop are they a one drop? <laughs> I'm looking around the room <laughs> thinking, well, are they one drops? Am I am I a one drop, but they're not a one drop? Well, surely we're all one drops then. Individually, we're one drop. So if we are one drop and together we're the ocean, that to me sounds like collaboration. So it makes sense to me that if we're all singing from the same hymn sheet and we've all got one mission and one ripple of impact, that we each bring our superpower and our gift and our value to that thing, then surely it's going to create an enormous ripple of impact on a global scale in a positive way. And if there are just us in this room here that go out and do that, I wonder what that ripple of impact would be. And I wonder how they would brand that. Like each and every one of us are an individual one drop. So each of us have a brand. But how do you know what your ripple of impact is? And how do you become one drop? And I just had all these questions and literally this poor guy that was delivering the seminar that night, I have no idea. I still couldn't tell you even what course it was because I remember just spending the entire um, hour and a half that we were on that training just focused on, I was writing and writing and writing. I wrote pages out about what this meant. And um, I eventually came to the conclusion that, if I were going to be a one drop, then I really need to be it rather than do one drop. So originally all the stuff that I wrote in my, my um, journal was all about what I needed to do, how I needed to treat people. If I was gonna be a one drop, then this needed to stand for something. And by the end of that, that meeting, I'd worked out that one drop stood for being grateful, 
gracious and generous in every single thing that you do. So I knew then that that was going to be like my one drop impact code, as I call it. And I mean, I have hundreds of members that now follow that one drop impact code that, that I started back in 2002. But I didn't really own it until 2017. So you can have a calling in your heart and it can be nudging you. It can be even kicking you in the pants. Like it can be throwing everything at you. Things can be going wrong all around you. And you could just be ignoring that, <laughs> that thing that keeps poking you and prodding you. But ultimately, your gut is always going to keep telling you what you're meant to be doing. And that's what One Drop was doing for me. And I got to the point where I just literally um, just, uh, and this was actually only about six months ago that I finally listened to the calling of One Drop. I was playing at it and I was kind of, you know, doing things on the, on the side. Like I said to my mum, we need one global symbol that really stands for One Drop movement. And I want to bring one million One Droppreneurs and ripple makers together for the purpose of co-creation to make things together that can make a extraordinary ripple of impact around the world. But we need one symbol and I want it to be like a drop. Anyway, my mum said, okay, let me work on it. And 11 months later, she'd created this beautiful luminescent pendant, which now hundreds of people, maybe even thousands now around the world are wearing that. And it's just wild to, to see people in their videos and I see them on Facebook and they're wearing their one drop. And these, some of them are people I've never met before and yet they're part of one drop movement, which is amazing. So my mum really stepped up to be a part of that. And that was really important to me was that with one drop it's about family it's about unity and in fact the name of our one drop pendant is one drop unity and it just became this this mantra i guess that um that we now all use is to, to to wake up every morning and before you even open your eyes just get really tuned in and say to yourself three times please support me to be the greatest ripple maker i can be in the lives of others today and just get focused on that energy. If you set out, whether you are employed, whether you've got your own business, whether you are um, a full-time parent, if you went into each and every day in that energy with gracious, grateful and generous energy, absolutely everything you do would blossom. And you can't be in profit, 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 profit mode and be in that impact code at the same time. But what I can tell you is that when you focus on generous, grateful and gracious, the profit just follows. It can't help it because the universe rewards you in proportion to what you give out. And it doesn't matter where you give that out. It's still going to come to you in abundance, in a multiplication effect from lots of different areas in your life. One of the biggest mistakes we make is when we give to someone and we're waiting for them to give back, yet you've got another 10 people who are all giving to you. <laughs> you're not noticing that because you're focusing on the direction that you've given your energy. So also be prepared to sow into many different areas because the multiplication effect will start to, well, it's the law of brand attraction. <laughs> it will start to pay you back in every single area of your life. Absolutely, Sammy. I mean, there were so many gold nuggets in that I think it will take another podcast to unpack all of them. <laughs> just, just incredible. But I just love what you say about being grateful, 
being graceful and being generous. And I believe it's yeah. something that many, many high achievers, many people who want to make an impact in the world need to remember and need to embody as they create that ripple of impact. And the other thing you said, which really just struck me was how, yes, together we are stronger. Right? Yes, we want that to happen. Each of us has to be uh, the instrument we, we're supposed to be in the orchestra, right? Each right. of us has to be in tune, in, perf in, in perfect tune with our own instrument, our own unique voice. We can't all be saxophones or all be violins or all be yeah. pianos and all of that. So, and that's what, why what you do is so beautiful. You help each person step into who they truly are and express that also uniquely. There are two unique aspects to that, right? Yeah. And yes, absolutely beautiful. I'll have to invite you back, Sammy. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> it just well, has okay, to happen now. <laughs> just has to happen. So everyone, now you've heard from the amazing Sammy Blindell, kindly go to www.thelawofbrandattraction.com and get your copy of The Law of Brand Attraction too. You'll find Sammy's chapter and her contact details for more information on creating your greatest ripple of impact and creating the brand that expands that ripple of impact on a global scale. Sammy, thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Bolatiri, and thank you, guys and girls, for listening and tuning in today. Thank you all for listening and investing in your power and purpose through peace. I'd love you to subscribe and share this podcast with others if you found it interesting. I invite you to share your comments with me. Till the next podcast, I wish you many magnificent experiences. Thank you.